I didn't see you there listening to me through all this smoke. I was just making some Christmas cookies and <laughs> looks like I burnt them again. But I'm so glad you stopped by. You know what? I think the show's just about to start. We better hurry or we risk missing out on all of the holiday cheer. Ladies, gentlemen, others. The Real Housewives of Olympus presents God and the Whore That Made Him. Starring Andy Hicks, Jack Frost nibbles in more than just my nose, and Ella Rowan. The only spirit in these drawers is that of our God, Jesus Lord. Special guests, Bing Crosby. A friend is one who knows all about you and loves you just the same. And the Jesus of Nazareth dancers. Okay, I just, let's just, a little context about religion before we get into this. And maybe we should say what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, I, th- <laughs> I think so. Before um, we so, dive into the myth. <laughs> yeah, so so listeners, um, this is part of the supersized holiday episode, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. at some point, I don't remember if this was on a Patreon episode or um, like an episode proper, we were like, wouldn't it be funny... <laughs> If <laughs> yes. for the holiday special, we did like we did like a Christian myth instead mm-hmm. of an ancient Greek one. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> here we are. <laughs> what better for Christmas than the birth of our Lord Jesus God? Um, right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And a little background. Right, that's what they call him. <laughs> they call him that. Yeah. Um, I take this very seriously because i did go to church for six months in 2017 um and <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's not a myth for me with no. questionable <laughs> results and intentions <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it didn't work <laughs> Story yeah. Short. um, um <laughs> yes so you went to church for six months i yeah. went to church um periodically for several years mm-hmm. um I was I was more or less like raised in a Christian home, but it was that weird subset of Christianity where um, the less you actually know of the textual Bible, the better. <laughs> yeah. So, I th- so I think we're both like learning a little bit today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, I knew parts of the story, but had never really d- mm-hmm. dive dove in, dove, dove, mm-hmm. dove in. <laughs> sure. I yeah, absolutely. Um, as long as you pick consistently the same verb tense, it's fine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I uh, I was like, okay, let's actually read the Bible this time, and then mm-hmm. I tried to do that, and I was like, never mind. <laughs> um, so yeah, <laughs> not worth the trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think today I'm gonna be leading the story, but Andy's gonna jump in with lore. That's the plan. Yeah. I. Yeah. I. I have. Um. I will admit up top, I have done next to no research about the Bible story itself, mm-hmm. but I do have a lot of very fun things to talk about around um, around the birth of Jesus and a bunch of other like Christmas traditions that I think mm, is interesting. Okay. Um, I'm excited. Um, yeah. I'm just here to give basic plot points and characters and... Um, I did source this from the wonderful learningreligion.com. So thanks, guys. Um, Hell yeah. We <laughs> stand learnreligions.com. <laughs> Absolutely. We love them. Um, <laughs> and it was surprisingly longer than I thought the story. Um, there, was, yeah. there were yeah. whole sections that I did not know about. Um, oh. And it was like, Wow. Cool. So I decided to split this into five acts. Each one has a title. Um, Okay. Oh, wow. So are you ready to dive in? (laughs) I am beyond ready, Ella. Woohoo! Act one, the miracle womb. Okay, okay. Sorry. (laughs) 
sorry real quick before we start real quick before we start yeah is there any chance that you can come up with a version of let's dive into the myth but you use like a church organ as the accompaniment oh yeah okay okay sorry okay yes i just i i didn't want to i wanted to say it before i forgot it let's Um, let's try that again anyway okay yeah um ella let's dive in let's dive in let's dive into the myth Act one, okay. the miracle womb. <laughs> um, the funny thing about approaching this is... Great start. Yeah. I, you know, approaching all the Greek myths that we have done so far, knowing absolutely mm-hmm. nothing, I approached it the way that a child learning to read might approach it. And sure. I haven't changed my approach here. Like, it was funny. As soon as I started reading this Bible story, it really felt like an ancient Greek myth. <laughs> it wasn't that different. Yeah, right. <laughs> At well, all. There, like, there's a lot, a lot of, to be said about that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of similar themes. A lot of, like, just they have, they just have, like, Western names. That's about the only difference. Um, yeah, yeah. There's nothing with an E-S at the end. Uh, <laughs> so, Yeah. Um, we're going to start out in this little village called Nazareth. Um, and we got two big characters uh, at the beginning. Okay. <laughs> we got okay. we got this girl named Mary. She is a teenager, a literal teenager. Um, okay, gross. Yeah. yeah. And she's married to an adult man named Joseph. And uh, okay, gross. he yeah. is a Jewish carpenter. Um, oh. He likes to, yeah, he likes to build things and carve into them <laughs> likes to build things and be jewish yeah, yeah. exactly yeah those are his two main character yeah. traits. the two interests <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> and another thing that's interesting even though this is a married couple they have not had sex um nerd yeah they just be chilling they're uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah virgin I don't know if Joseph's yeah. a virgin, but they make it very clear that Mary is a virgin. <laughs> right. Do not yeah. forget Did. this, dear readers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this may be important later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Dick soft, pussy clothes. Yeah. So one day, Mary's just minding her own business, being a virgin. And then, God. <laughs> God sends an angel named Gabriel down to have a little convo with her. Um, and Gabriel, the angel tells Mary that she is going to conceive a son by the power of the Holy spirit and that she would give birth to this child and name him Jesus. Um, so let's talk about the implications here. (laughs) Uh, well, real quick, can we talk about what the angel probably looks like? (laughs) Oh yeah. Because I, because Ella, I don't know if you've been like as, um, tangentially interested in the idea of biblically accurate angels as I have been. Mm-hmm. But like, I think that there's like, there's, a, there's definitely a reason that the angels always like start whatever speech they're going to give with like, be not afraid. <laughs> <laughs> and it's because the like descriptions of angels in the Bible, it's like, they're kind of like, like glowing, like a little glowing baby that's surrounded by a bunch of like giant concentric golden rings that spin around and the like the rings are covered in eyes oh no okay and and there's like wings somewhere (laughs) so that's why when they're like i just looked it up (laughs) yeah so they're fucking creepy looking okay so greek myth mind i was thinking Mm -hmm. gabriel just showed up as an old guy or something (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> like Athena in an would. Old crone's garb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize they actually just show up in their full spiritual form. Yeah, they just like come out of the sky, like take a look. Yeah. Oh, that's, I don't give a fuck. That's so scary. <laughs> okay, well that yeah. makes the Christianity has never been known for its subtlety. <laughs> not to not to skip ahead, but um that makes Act Five make a lot more sense that they're that scary. Okay, got it. Um got it. Okay. Okay, so yeah. This terrifying monster came out of the sky and just told this woman <laughs> that she was going to have a child and what its name would be and that it wasn't going to be Joseph's. <laughs> um, and she's like, explain. <laughs> and the angel says, well, the father will be God and 
anything can happen when God is involved. That's all he says, really. He doesn't... Terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He doesn't give, like, a lot of detail. Um, Mm. But for for Mary, that was enough. Um, Because she says, (laughs) oh, my gosh, you're saying I get to have God's kid? Amazing. I'm going to rejoice. Sweet. Um, And sure enough... um, I don't know if it's like the day after what, but she does become pregnant out of nowhere. Um, Uh-oh. Yeah. Which brings us to act two. Mm. Um, Joseph confused. <laughs> um, <laughs> Joseph, um, when Mary becomes pregnant, is he just feels totally disgraced because he knows there's no way that the kid is his because... Um, Mary is famously a virgin. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's been cucked by God. Yes. <laughs> and Mary. Yeah. So he's like, he's like really angry, which I can kind of understand. Um, right. Because. Fair, he, I think. Yeah. I think it's pretty fair. <laughs> and he's like, what is happening? And Mary like ch- explains. She's like, it's God's kid. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> but like, who would believe that? <laughs> I <laughs> wouldn't. Yeah. For sh- I know. I know. Yeah. I wouldn't. Um, <laughs> yeah, a lot, a likely story. Yeah, um, and yeah. under Jewish law, and as we know, Joseph is Jewish. Um, yeah, that's one of his yeah. main things. Also, a carpenter. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Under Jewish carpentry law, he has the right <laughs> to a divorce because this is technically adultery. Mm. And if he okay. wanted, he could have Mary put to death by stoning. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, that's a little rude. Yeah. Yeah. But Joseph's not that kind of guy. Um, so he just kind of sits with the anger a little bit, uh, and then he's like, you know what, how about I not cause her further shame and embarrassment, um, and have her murdered publicly? How about I just like <laughs> learn to live with this? Um, because I'm cool. kind of nice. I'm cool. Yeah, yeah. He's cool. Um, God is watching as always. And he's like, Hey, Joseph, you totally passed the test. <laughs> Um, and I know that these are going to be the right parents for my terrifying magic sperm. Um, and (laughs) 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 I'm still not clear. God's come. Yeah. I'm still not clear on how the God's come conception happens. Yeah. God's come. Okay. Um, (laughs) Joyce of the world. The Lord came everywhere. Holy jizz. Um, he's <laughs> Be not afraid of God's <laughs> come. come. He sends another angel down. <laughs> the episode's titled God's Come. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. God's come. Uh, anyway, um, God's come. He sends another angel down, God does, to visit Joseph. Right. Um, and for whatever reason, he doesn't do it, like, in person, like with Mary. This time it's in a dream. Um Okay. My guess is so that I don't know. I just think men are weaker, probably. I don't know. So <laughs> we don't want to scare him too bad. <laughs> but <laughs> his poor little heart will give out. Yeah, he's already been through Who enough. Was in carpentry then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the angel just shows up in his dreams, and he's like, "Hey, Mary wasn't lying. Um, you're gonna raise this boy as if he's your own son, and he's gonna be a savior to the world." Um, and his name is going to be Jesus. Don't forget that. Please name him Jesus. <laughs> um, <laughs> Joseph wakes up and he's like, wow, God, I believe in God. I'm going to listen to God. I'm going to marry Mary, even though I'll be the laughingstock of Nazareth. Um, enter act three, the birth. <laughs> <laughs> the birth. The birth. The birth. <laughs> the birth. The birth. <laughs> <laughs> So God's birth. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's contextualize even further. Um, it is yeah. about to be year zero. <laughs> um, Hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nazareth, where they live, is uh, part of the Roman Empire, and the guy mm-hmm. in charge of the Roman Empire is Caesar Augustus. Um, and just so happens that this year he's like let's get some stats let's get some demographics and do a little census i want to see how many people um 
are in the Roman Empire. So, to register okay. for the census, every single Roman in the whole world has to go back to their hometown. Um, oh. Yeah. Wild. Huh. So. That is wild. Yeah. Um, Joseph is from Bethlehem. That's where he was born. Um, mm-hmm. So he's got to take a little road trip to Bethlehem. And he's like, may as well take the wife with me. <laughs> um, Mary is. <laughs> Hopefully that's her hometown too. Yeah. Well, she doesn't have <laughs> rights. So she won't probably be counted. Oh, that's yeah. right. I forgot. She's not yeah. a man, but. Um, a landowning man. Yeah. Yeah. She's just. Uh, Whoa. Yeah. She's property. So, Sorry, Mary. Maybe next year. Yeah. She'll be counted as property, maybe. <laughs> but <laughs> Excellent. Um, road trip montage. No. They <laughs> they start on their way to Bethlehem. Um, sorry. I keep saying ham. It's hem, right? Bethlehem. Yeah. It's hem. Um, this town. Honestly, pop off, though. I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> this, that's so stupid. I love it. This. <laughs> this town is really small um and like we're talking like it's like illinois or something like it's it's like it's like famously a small town rural (laughs) iowa yeah well i'm just saying we're we're getting out there and uh normally there wouldn't be a lot of people here but because everyone in the world who's ever lived there has to come back it's pretty crowded (laughs) Yeah, um, fair. It's about five miles southwest of Jerusalem, which is a bigger city you might have heard of, maybe. Just to kind yeah. of put it on the map for you. <laughs> Once or twice, yeah. Yeah. Um, but very rural, and there's only one B&B. Um, <laughs> so everyone is staying at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody is there. <laughs> and they don't have any more All rooms. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, shit, you should have booked ahead. And they're like, well, we just found out about the census. So, because um, word carries very slow in year zero. <laughs> um, right. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, okay, you guys can stay in the stable where the horses and animals stay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, okay, I guess that's fine, just this one night. But um, <laughs> it turns out, like, Mary's like, she's not just pregnant, she's like pregnant. <laughs> um, yeah. And all of a sudden, she's in labor. She's like, okay, it's coming out now. It's time. Dilated. Yeah. Yeah. Fully, water's broken. Water all over, ev- all over the hay. Yeah. The horses. Oh. <laughs> not the wet hay. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it happens. Birth happens. Borth happens. Um, Borth. She pushes a little a little baby out. She wraps him in strips of cloth that she finds on the floor. And <laughs> she puts him in a trough. Excellent. Great mother so far. <laughs> yeah. She puts him in a trough used to feed cows, also known as oh. a manger. Um, a manger. Yeah. Okay. So... We're about to go into Act Four. Call and oh, Act okay, Four yeah. is called. Forgot there's two more acts. <laughs> yeah, Act yeah. Four is called. This is all new to me, <laughs> um, <laughs> because I didn't know any of the stuff in Act Four or Five. To me, I, I gotcha. Because after the Borth. Yeah, I just thought like the Borth happens. There. That's it. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Think again. <laughs> yeah, um, and I don't know if they teach. You know. They probably go through the whole story in church. I probably heard it on Christmas when I was, I went to church on Christmas that year, but I. Oh my God. But I. Like day or Eve? Day. Oh. Like 6 a.m. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I mean, I honestly was kind of, at the time I was like a little emotional because I was like trying to believe in God. But, uh, so I had a good time, but. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) Because it does get you in the spirit of Christmas to be, like, in a church. Um, I suppose so. You know, where they're playing music and... I don't know. It just feels yeah, very... No, sure. Sure, sure, sure. Like, okay. True meaning of Christmas, Charlie Brown, that kind of thing. Anyway. Right, right, right. Lulu, Lulu, Lulu. Right. Yeah. Lulu, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but I don't remember any of this. Like, I just remember the birth and that's it. I remember it crowded in... Mm baby born done savior to the world well that's that's the thing and that that was kind of like my um experience with christianity too like a lot of churches 
they don't care about a lot of the facts. Yeah. Like, they like it's it's truly like the less you know the better in a lot of cases. Well, yeah, and you know, in those 6 months, um I remember enjoying the sermons just because mm-hmm. the pastor who is a friend of the pod's dad. <laughs> he was yeah. he was a good storyteller, very good public speaker. Mm-hmm. Um and he mm-hmm. was funny. It was almost like stand up. <laughs> But I don't really remember him talking about Bible stories very much. It was almost always like stuff in the now, I guess, Mm -hmm. like just telling stories Mm -hmm. about people in the year 2017. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Christ, Lord, Jesus. That's not really that uncommon. Yeah. So I didn't learn that much about like the actual Bible. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. There might have been mentions of it in Sunday school, which I also want to, but I don't remember that either. Um, frankly, I wasn't paying attention as much as I should have been, I guess. Uh, no. I kind of you zoned out. Priorities, yeah. Yeah. So, act four, this is all new to me. Later that night, <laughs> mm-hmm. the baby has been birthed. Okay. Cut to yeah. a nearby field. <laughs> Unrelated. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> um, <laughs> There's a bunch of shepherds out in the middle of the night in the middle of a field, (laughs) just like hanging out (laughs) with the sheep, doing the things you do to take care of sheep, to tend to sheep. Um, Yeah. Vibing. Yeah. Sheeping. And all of a sudden, an angel appears out of thin air. um, (laughs) And the angel announces, like declares, um, the savior of the world has been born in Bethlehem. Okay. And this is where it makes sense that you said that they're scared they're scary looking because all of the shepherds mm-hmm. like shit their pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, cause what a terrifying <laughs> thing for a creature like that to descend from the sky and say the savior has been born. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <huh. laughs> They're all like freaking out. They're like so scared. Yeah. And so Very off-putting, the yeah. angel realizes that they're scared and he like backtracks and he literally, he apologizes. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry, I did not mean to scare you. <laughs> this is good news. The Messiah has been born in your town. The Lord has been born. Um, and then as if this wasn't enough to scare the shepherds, a an entire crowd of angels. <laughs> oh my god. And it says heavenly An army. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> heavenly beings. So I don't know if there's uh-huh. other heavenly beings that aren't angels. I don't know the lore. But um There there's all sorts of kinds that we can um, Okay. I would need to brush up on my research before I say anything yeah. for sure. But there's all there's all different kinds. They all look different degrees of freaky looking. So <laughs> they're <laughs> um, so yeah. Yeah. So there's a whole crowd of angels. They just show up as soon as the other one apologizes. Um, and they all start singing in unison. Um Lulu Lulu. Lulu, Lulu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. Um, no, I actually have. <laughs> Thank you. I have the actual uh, quote here. Lulu, 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 Luke oh. four two fourteen. Okay. No, um, oh. <laughs> 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 uh, but they start singing. Glory to the God in the highest heaven, and on Mary peace to those on whom His favor rests. And um, the shepherds Bars. are like, okay, a uh, pretty good beat. And yeah. bars. Yeah. They, bars. they start celebrating. They're not scared anymore for some reason. <laughs> and they're like, oh my gosh, let's go listen to them and let's go find the baby. Um, so the shepherds just start running. They start running. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. let's, get, let's get our, our uh, backsides to Bethlehem. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> and as they get into Bethlehem, they start telling everybody what happened, what the angels said. And they're like, oh, yeah, we know who it is. It's the baby that was just born in the stable. Um, and then um, Mary just stays quiet, but she winks at the camera. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, I bet she does. <laughs> and then act five. I know what you're thinking. This story is missing frankincense and myrrh. I was just going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, more context stuff. More context. <laughs> and then we'll be done. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, okay. 
so over in Judea, <laughs> let's go over okay. to Judea. There's yeah, I'm I'm there. Yeah, I'm there. There's a bunch of wise men who ha- are just waiting on a star to show up in the sky, signifying the birth of the King of the Jews. Okay, mm-hmm. they're like just always watching the sky. Where's the star? All of a sudden, wow! Look, there's the star. It's the King of the Jews. He's been born. Um, yeah, borthed. Yeah. So they head to Jerusalem to get some more intel, um, and they're told by the Jewish rulers there that it happened in Bethlehem. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, the king of Judea is a super mean guy named Herod, um, and he wants to kill the baby. Uh, Uh, I don't know why. Yeah, it seems a little... It seems kind of mean. I'm sure there's motivation that we're not... Yeah. Like aware of but, yeah but yeah he just psycho wants to meet, yeah he just wants to kill the baby um but he knows the wise men are heading out there so he's like hey guys i really want to worship the baby can you please come <laughs> back with the baby and they're like yeah um so they head over to bethlehem they find mary and joseph and jesus in the stable and they're like, oh my god, this baby is the real deal. <laughs> like, mm. they're like, this is the, this is, he's here to save the Jews. Um, he's the king of the Jews. So mm. they're like, hey, have some treasures, have some gold, um, and you bet your bippy, have some frankincense and myrrh. Um, and guess what? They don't report back to Herod at all. So he doesn't kill Jesus. Um, Epilogue. Epilogue. (laughs) Where are they now? Well, I'll tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Mary is on the 2020th season of Real Housewives of Bethlehem. (laughs) Oh, my God. Good for her. Yeah. Joseph started a microbrewery in their garage, and he just really loves dogs. (gasps) Yeah. Wow. He loves dogs. Um, That's so cute. Yeah. And Jesus is a superstar and internationally touring figure skater. <laughs> so, oh wow! Yeah. I always knew he could do it. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> and that's the story. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Oh yeah, and that day was the um, December twenty fifth, I think. Right. Yeah. Well, no, well, well, we'll get into that actually. Yeah, maybe it wasn't. I, well, so getting into my whole like. First of all, I'll say lovely story. Love the five act structure. Um, <laughs> but part of the, the beginning of my long list of fun lore things that I want to share with you mm-hmm. is that Jesus was, as far as I know, not born on December 25th. Mm. Um, the best I was able to figure out, he was born sometime in July or like June, which is weird. Yeah. Right. Um, and like all of this is kind of approximate because they were using a different calendar back then. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, I, I don't know. <laughs> and it's so long ago. It's like nothing's exact. But like big difference between July and December. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what I found out is that there was something that what when Christians were like making like setting up their holidays, right? Like setting up their calendar year Mm -hmm. for all their religious holidays. They were for some reason very interested in having a quote-unquote perfect life cycle for Jesus. Um, So they didn't have a super exact date for Jesus's birth, but they had a much more solid date for his resurrection. Oh. Right? Um, And that resurrection was like very, very close to the spring equinox of that year, which was like late March. Okay. Um, so they're like, all right, we'll set, we'll set that holiday Easter around the spring equinox, mm-hmm. which I think is the reason why Easter is at a different time every year. Um, oh. But again, again, they're using like different calendars. I'm not exactly sure how it transferred over, but I think that's why Easter is a different time every year. Mm-hmm. Um. So a perfect life cycle in this context would mean that nine months after they celebrate his death and resurrection, they will celebrate his birth because it's because it's a whole like cycle of life thing. 
so like rebirth nine months and then birth again right Mm -hmm. it's like nine months to grow a baby or whatever yeah um so there's nine months after celebrating his death and resurrection then they celebrate his birth and then there are about 90 days between his birth and his death and i don't really know why that's important but that's part of it too because that's like the Um, duration of a season basically i guess i guess so yeah no yeah no you're right that's about right um so nine months after the spring equinox is right around the time of the winter solstice, which is in late December. Mm-hmm. So regardless of when he was historically born, which again, I think it was sometime in July, they set the date for Christmas in like at the end of December. Um, so okay. the winter solstice is usually between the 20th and the 23rd mm-hmm. of December on the calendar we're using now. Um, so it's like right up on it. Um, okay. Again, different calendars, so it's close. Um, so after they did that, they stole a lot of celebratory practices from the like pagans around them to make Christianity more popular, so more more people would convert, mm-hmm. right? Um, and and I think we've talked about this before how like a whole lot of Christian traditions are just stolen from paganism. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So like, uh, and this is not the, this little bit is not the focus of anything else that we're talking about here, but like them setting Easter around the spring equinox Mm -hmm. puts that holiday right up against the pagan holiday of Ostara, Mm -hmm. which sounds a lot like Easter. Yeah. Hmm. Um, wow. so I don't, I don't know as much about Ostara, but I'm pretty sure that's where we get things like the Easter bunny and like eggs. Whoa. Cause isn't it weird that the Easter bunny is so closely associated with eggs? Yeah. It's like a mammal. <laughs> isn't that strange? Yeah. Um, I believe that's related to Ostara and I would, wow. I would need to do more research on that to know for sure. You know what this reminds but, me of? What? It reminds me of the and um, how Dionysus has that cult, or yeah, or was taken yeah. from. Like you were talking about, there was there was that um, sort of religion revolving around wine, and they created mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dionysus or brought Dionysus into Greek mythology in order to bring yeah. those people from that. Like yes, yeah, it's very it's very similar, and we're gonna get into. Because pretty much the rest of the stuff I have here is just like a whole bunch of pagan traditions that they brought into Christianity. So it's it's pretty much the same principle. Um, but these, I think, are all so interesting because they're all from like slightly different angles. So I think they're cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they've, they stole like all of these different practices, right? And it's, the thing that's kind of unclear is that it's a little unclear if this like perfect life cycle thing was actually important to them all along mm-hmm. or if it was just like some bullshit to justify stealing practices from like two different pagan holidays. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> right. Like, yeah, because because it just like coincidentally lines up exactly with two really big ones. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, and the idea of like the the harvest and the changing of the seasons is pretty big, right? For mm-hmm, not just mm-hmm. pagans, but all kinds of religions that were probably yeah, well, in every, yeah, just about every religion has some sort of holiday structure around, um, like based around agriculture uh-huh. in some way or another. Yeah. Because a lot of older societies, if they were more, um, if they were more agriculture based Mm -hmm. then the harvest, like after the harvest and then the winter, Mm -hmm. they would have a lot more time to worship their deities. Right. So, so that's why like a lot of, um, a lot of big holidays that like why, why we have the holiday season quote unquote Mm -hmm. starts at the end of the harvest goes through the winter. Oh my God. Because people had more time. And it all right? comes back to nature. Yes, it absolutely does. Isn't that so cool? Yes. 
Isn't that so cool? Oh, like, <laughs> I just... The, yeah. I want more time off work to spend worshiping trees. Like... <laughs> Same. It's not fair. Uh, I'm so done with working 40 hours a week and not getting to worship yeah. trees. Not getting to worship <laughs> trees. I absolutely agree with you. And I want more holidays. Like even now, like mm-hmm. the United States just doesn't have that many compared to other countries. Oh, yeah. it's like yeah. like my pen pal in Argentina, he gets a holiday like every two weeks. And it's not just like, oh, it's a holiday, but we don't take off work for it. No, they take off work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, that's probably more about capitalism than it is the availability of holidays. Yeah. They have amazing because, like, I mean, I, parades with costumes. Yeah. And it's not yeah. Halloween. Like, they get to do that multiple times a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I feel yeah. I think I looked it up once, and it was, <sighs> like, close to 100 holidays they celebrate every year. Oh, man. Because, that's so nice. Yeah, because back... That's one every three days-ish. Yeah. Like, he would always be telling me, like... He'd be like, oh, like, because we started talking when we were both seniors in high school. And he'd be like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm off school today because of we're celebrating this. And it would it was constant. I was like, that's not fair. And of course, it's <laughs> it's different there, too, where like they have longer holiday periods than we do. Like instead of a three month summer vacation and then a two week winter vacation, mm-hmm. it's more like mm-hmm. um like a month and a half summer, a month and a half winter, like that kind of thing. So yeah, yeah. It's just well, it could more. it could all be, it, it could all again be based on the um. Because I I don't know much about Argentina. I don't know if they were big on agriculture. Oh yeah. But like the reason why our summer break is so long is because like the kids needed to help on the farm or whatever. They definitely definitely. Um, still are um they are because one of their biggest things is their steak (laughs) oh yeah okay Uh, okay they you like when you think of like cattle ranchers like there's Mm -hmm. like cowboys in argentina (laughs) and there's actually a whole culture of like it's called machismo which um you know here we just call big male toxic douche toxic masculinity yeah toxic yeah. masculinity yeah there's a whole yeah, culture yeah. of machismo in argentina that's terrible and uh has created all kinds of problems um yeah. which my pen pal also educate me on so interesting mm. that's a whole other yeah. podcast though guys it is a whole other podcast that's <laughs> that's really interesting though yeah oh that's my really gosh cool. yeah there's it's it's one thing that's interesting is like I don't know. When, in 2017, there was just a lot more conversation happening in Argentina about trans rights than there was in the United States. It felt like, um, and so getting to learn about that from my pen pal and talk about it and stuff was cool. But um, yeah, well, from I, I have a pretty limited understanding of like politics in South America, but uh-huh. from what I've heard, there are several South American countries where the where like queer rights mm-hmm. in like given by the government are kind of further ahead than the general culture is. Yeah. And I think that's fascinating. Yeah. Because I could never imagine that happening here. Yeah. You know? It's really interesting, like, because just, it's like if you watch an Argentine talk show, it Mm -hmm. feels very much like, um, like American talk shows in the 90s or something. Like, it's very pointing fingers yeah. like maury <laughs> oh like, yeah <laughs> yeah and just being homophobic and stuff <laughs> yeah wild um Ugh. so anyway back to the lore <laughs> yeah yeah continue okay. the lore um, so <laughs> um so most of what i have now is just a whole bunch of different like pagan traditions that were taken um, and are now just like synonymous with Christmas. And I want to kind of talk about the origins of where they came from a little bit, because I think they're cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, first of all, the idea of having um, like, a, like a Christmas tree, it was borrowed from both Romans and early Germanic people uh, because they would used to decorate trees with like dried fruits and um, candles during the winter solstice to like honor, to honor their gods. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of time this would either be like for the Germanic people would be like Odin. So like Norse 
kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the Romans, it would be Saturn. Because the big Roman holiday at this time was called Saturnalia. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you heard of it before? Yeah. I, I remember it sounded familiar to me when I was. I don't know any details, this, but, but I've heard I've heard yeah, the word like heard Saturnalia. The yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, these trees weren't always like pine trees because they were native trees to the region. Mm-hmm. There weren't always pines. Um, and they notably didn't cut down the trees. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that, the thing that started the whole tradition of cutting down a pine tree and like, that's the Christmas tree. Um, this was after Christianity was already established. Uh, this was in the eighth century. Oh, okay. uh, and there was an English monk that saw a whole bunch of pagans celebrating the winter solstice instead of Christmas. Mm-hmm. And they were like dancing around a big pine tree. Mm-hmm. So he cut it down and like an act of dominance <laughs> over, the, <laughs> over these pagans, basically. Um, cut down the pine tree. And then, like, the whole act of cutting down a pine tree became a Christian symbol <laughs> after that. So after that, people would start cutting down pine trees to, like, show their support for Christianity. Can you imagine right? that guy, like, being, like, if he could see now? He'd yeah. be like, this is yeah. not what I wanted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, How exactly. dare you worship a tree? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think Lisa Simpson talked about that in The Simpsons because that feels oh, familiar. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Huh. <laughs> in case you're wondering. Well, I don't. I just. I don't know much about The Simpsons, but like work. Well, <laughs> I guess I've made this joke a million times, so you've heard it a million times, hmm. but. <laughs> like that's where I learned everything I know about Christianity because everything <laughs> yeah because the, there would be sort of like bible story episodes of the Simpsons where they mm-hmm. just told bible stories but it was like satire and it was more realistic so like that I think there was an episode that was like the true meaning of Christmas and Lisa goes on a whole sidebar about pagans <laughs> that's sick yeah good for Lisa yeah love her <laughs> <laughs> The Adam and Eve one is um, good too. Oh, I'm sure. I, I'm sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many jokes in there. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure that's good. Um, okay, so our next little tradition uh, was like gift giving, mm-hmm. um, and this was also kind of snatched from Roman Saturnalia, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, because Romans would exchange like one small gift to each other because they thought that like that little gift that they were given would give them good luck, mm-hmm. which I think that's really cute. Um, they just give each other like one little thing. And I think that's nice. Um, yeah. And then there were other cultures that I think were in the, like the Celtic ish area. So, so like British Isles kind of surrounding there ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would leave small, like offerings of like food or drink or just like little little presents under their local trees to like honor the spirits of the plants. Oh, um, so that's where we get the whole idea of putting the gifts like under the tree. Oh, right. Okay. So, yeah. So I thought that was really cute. Too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is definitely the cutest one. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's very sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um. So okay. Our third one is uh, the whole idea of Santa Claus. I was, or I like was hoping you would explain that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Because um, St. Nicholas was an actual saint, but he wasn't always um, associated with Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the like St. Nicholas we know now is this post-Christian invention. But his likeness and traditions were based really heavily on going back a little bit, the Norse god Odin, mm-hmm. who was also an old man with a long white beard, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we'll get into this if we ever end up doing episodes of North, Norse mythology mm-hmm. <laughs> after a long time. Wink, wink. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so an old... Yeah, <laughs> Odin, yeah. <laughs> um, so an old like Norse-Germanic tradition was that children would... Like on the night of the winter solstice, children would leave their boots outside and they would fill them up with carrots and straw 
um, which is food for Odin's magical flying horse that he would ride on. Oh, um, yeah. That sounds familiar. The, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm, very familiar. And the next morning, the food would all be eaten and um, like as thanks for feeding the horse, Odin would leave like little gifts in the boots. Oh, so like, so that's where we get like stockings from, right? Yes. Um, it's kind of and in Germany they I, still put stuff in shoes, I believe. Yeah, in shoes. I I was gonna say like I I think I remember stories from uh, like my great grandparents even that would put shoes out instead of stockings. Yeah. And um and you know like. Where where we grew up, there's a really heavy um, German population, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. it kind of makes sense that it's all it all kind of descends from that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that one's kind of cool too. Yeah. Um, so next, we are getting into we're getting back into plant territory because yes. <laughs> there's because there's a whole bunch of plants that are associated with Christmas, right? Sign me up. Um, You're right. Yeah. What the hell? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and and I'll tell you, um, one of the one of the most famous ones is mistletoe. Yeah, right. Um, it's in a million like Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mistletoe in Rome, it was a plant that was sacred to Saturn. So like again, Saturnalia, Saturnalia. right? The winter solstice holiday. Yeah, um, and people oh would often honor Saturn at this time by performing quote unquote fertility rituals. <laughs> Under the mistletoe. Oh, damn. Um, so so they'd be fucking. And just <laughs> they'd one be kiss. Fucking. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's kind of. Can you imagine if that's. A... Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, look, we're under the mistletoe. Take off your yeah, pants. Oh. Yeah. Better get my dick out. Yeah. It's, it's... <laughs> but it, it kind of descends from that still. Um, and going back to like. Going back to the British Isles ish. Um, there was an old Druidic tradition where there would be certain um, there would be certain places during times of war. There would be like inns or taverns or just like little houses or something mm-hmm. where um, the people who owned those places would put um, like a big uh, like a big bundle of mistletoe and they'd hang it over the doorway, mm-hmm. and that would be a signal that. Like this place is uh, like a place of peace. So oh, okay. if mistletoe is hanging over the doorway, soldiers from both sides of the war could peacefully come inside and like lay down their weapons and coexist for a little while. Oh. So that kind of so the whole like union of two people idea kind of like lives on from that tradition too. Simply right? having a wonderful Christmas time. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's almost like an yeah. olive branch. Yeah, it's very, it's very similar. Um, it's similar in in vibe for sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've we've talked. I well, I don't know if we have talked about it yet. Um, but I mean, the olive tree has like a whole lot of lore with um, with Athena. Mm. So we can, and and we'll do an episode on that eventually. That is on our docket, mm-hmm. but um. Yeah, a lot of lore with Athena, which is pretty cool. Wow. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Same vibe. Yeah. For sure. Cool. Uh, yeah. So plant number two <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, is holly. Because we know we know holly. We love holly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry. It was... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got excited. I'm just like, I'm, my mind is being blown. <laughs> yeah, isn't this sick? Yeah. Um, yeah, holly was another plant that was sacred to Saturn. But off. it wasn't as like <laughs> during Rome, it wasn't as popular as mistletoe was mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. <laughs> and, um, so after Christianity was like firmly established to the point where pagans were either like driven out or marginalized or like discriminated against, mm-hmm. um, there were still pagans living in Christian settings in secret, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so during Christmas time, they would, in, instead of um, having like lots of pine, lots of mistletoe, which at this point had already been firmly associated with Christian Christmas, mm-hmm. they would um, they would hang holly around their homes, uh, decking the halls, if you will, oh. um, kind of as a secret way of practicing their religion without persecution. Oh my God! And, the, it, and it then and then the Christians stole that too. <laughs> 
Yeah, eventually. Um, but yeah, um, I mean, I mean, eventually, so many people did it for so many years that it became, it kind of like lost its original meaning uh-huh. because its original meaning had to be secret, right? It was very much like if you know, you know. Yeah. And eventually, I guess people just started doing it, not knowing what it was about. Yeah. So that's so that's kind of like where people we are on, on Drag one. Race using AAV. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And then absolutely. Yeah. Um and then young white and straight people right, using AAV yeah. because of drag mm-hmm, race. Mhm. 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 Yep. Um plant number 3. <laughs> this is our last plant. Um but plant number 3. So, you know like Yule logs, right? Yeah. You've heard of like Yule logs? Yeah. Um, and and there's a big like fireplace culture around Christmas, right? Ugh, don't um, get me started on big fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to get. I I know it's a point of contention. Uh, Triggered. But, uh, so Yule logs were another tradition that was rooted in Germanic paganism. Okay. And they were a special kind of log. Um, I don't think the kind of wood always mattered, but. It was a special kind of log that was like blessed or there was some sort of like spell work or ritual or whatever done over this log. Mm-hmm. And um, and then they would lay the log on the fire to illuminate the home. And it was said that having like a Yule log burning in the fireplace would drive the night away and usher in the day. Which oh. like this makes sense because this happens at the winter solstice, right? Oh. When the night is the longest and the day is the shortest day of the year. Mm-hmm. And after that, the days start getting longer again. Oh. So that was just kind of like a little ritual, a little tradition to symbolize that. Yeah. Um, I want more rituals. Yeah. I know, me too. <laughs> They're so cool. Oh my God, Andy. They're so much more interesting than... If we, if you actually <sighs> moved back here and we live together, can we start having more holidays, please? <laughs> Absolutely. Let's be pagan. Absolutely. I, this sounds so fun. Let's be, let's be pagan. Wine cult. Wine cult. Yes. <laughs> uh, I want um, more fun. Yeah, me too. I want to bless um, a log. I have I, <laughs> log. Um, okay, I have I have one more piece of lore. This is the last one. Points at it. Um. No, actually, I sh- I I. Should have thought about poinsettias because that's a that's a whole. Oop! I just bought my microphone. That's a whole thing too that I think is something about, um, like driving. I think it's about like protecting the home. Oh, I, okay. I, I and this this might be wrong. So all four of you listening to this, don't quote me on it. Um, <laughs> but I think, I think it was a thing that was made very popular during Victorian times. Um, because I, I believe it's like a tropical flower uh, okay. that was brought into the Western world. And in Victorian times, there was this like big renewed fascination with the occult. Oh. So people started like knowing the occult and like pagan associations with plants. So I think people started Dope. being really obsessed with poinsettias because they were supposed to be like protective, like protect your home. Andy, I feel like you would have um, thrived in the Victorian <laughs> in the 1800s. Times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do. Well, I probably, I probably would have been like executed for homosexuality, but other than that, <laughs> no, I kind of agree with you. No, you would have pulled an Oscar <laughs> Wilde. You would have been. Okay. You probably like you just get exiled. Well, he just he went to prison. Yeah, well, yeah. he got exiled. I think. Okay. He can go to well, prison. He just. I guess that's. He fine. just had to like say goodbye. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah. Go, go to another <laughs> island or something. Right. Yeah. And what a nightmare. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, yeah. he might have been castrated. I don't remember. Anyway. I don't think they were doing that yet. But um, You would have thrived. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, one more piece. <laughs> Thank you. Um, one more piece of lore. Um, this one is not a plant. Sorry. No. Um, this one is like, okay. So do you remember like six or seven years ago when um, Krampus was having like a moment? Yeah. Do you remember that? Because I think there was like a movie or two that came out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, like horror movies. So I did a little digging on him because I didn't know a ton about him. Um, 
<laughs> if the kids at home don't know, he's this like freaky deaky satanic looking like goat man <laughs> yeah. who was this like folk Christian figure in the Alps region. So this was like parts of France, parts of Germany, parts of Austria. Mm-hmm. Um, and he supposedly worked alongside St. Nicholas. <laughs> so this is back when we were still doing St. Nicholas, not Santa Claus, right? <laughs> yeah. So... So St. Nicholas would come on the 25th of December to reward good children with gifts. Um, But (laughs) on the 5th of December, uh, Krampus would do a similar thing, but he would only visit to punish bad kids by beating them with uh, wooden rods. Oh, my God. Oh, I found a picture. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's very disturbing. It is. (laughs) But the thing that I think is really interesting that we've touched on on this podcast before mm-hmm. is that he's another one of those mythic figures that um, has been like demonized in Christian lore that's supposed to be like really evil and scary, mm-hmm. right? Leans really heavily into horned god imagery. Yeah, he has yeah. horns. <laughs> he has horns. Well, he's he's he reminds me a lot of what like when when the devil is like red and horned and has hooves yeah. and everything that depiction of him that's what he looks reminds like. me a lot of yeah yeah mm-hmm. so i thought that was really interesting yeah. cuz that's just like another time when we have horned god like mm-hmm, like a pagan tradition being made to look satanic mm-hmm. i think it's fascinating like it's, there's so many there's so many yeah and we've just like run into another mm-hmm. <laughs> what what so what was the pagan um, tradition with him Um, I, that's, that's the thing that like, maybe there has been research done. I couldn't find a definitive answer on it. It says that there, from what I found there, there are like, they think that he was probably a pre-Christian something. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I tend to believe that because like whole ton of cultures had like a horned God figure at some point. Yeah. And he's just another one. I, I think it was one that got kind of like twisted up um, and made to be like really evil gotcha. and scary. Um, but I mean, the like the regions that we're looking at is a um, little bit of France, but like mostly Germany, Austria, um, areas like that. So you're going to have a lot of that same like Germanic pagan influence that we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, so it could be some like weird mountains twist on that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if people exactly know, but something like that. The pictures so, are truly so scary. Right. And they're supposed to be. They're supposed to be. <laughs> like there's one where he's like got like a child bent over a basket and he's got his tongue out about to lick their back and they're like screaming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So that's that's why they made like horror movies about Krampus six or seven years ago. Yeah. It's because this like lore is already there. They should make horror movies about um, angels because <laughs> those are scary too. They should. <laughs> I think they should. That would be sick actually. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. I kind of so like yeah, the way they that's look all... though. Yeah. Oh yeah. I agree. Wow. But um. But yeah. That's that's all the fun lore I have. Um. I love it. Uh. I just, yeah, I just thought it would be cool um, because honestly, I, cause I, I've been doing like some reading about this cause I famously I'm trying to learn more about plants, right? I've got some books on like plant folklore, yes. loving them, having a great time. Um, but like learning this stuff makes me a little more like okay with Christmas now. Yeah. Like, su- sucks that they stole all his traditions, but it makes it a little easier for me to get excited about it. Yeah, because you know Because it's that like, oh, this is something that's not crazy. It came... <laughs> you know? it, you, now that we know the roots, it's like you can look at a Christmas tree and know what it really means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of awesome. Yeah. Like, yes, this is I about... Yes, I think it's awesome, too. This is about celebrating nature. Yeah. Um, the changing of seasons. Yes. Getting excited about... The fact that life continues to move forward. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of awesome. Yeah. 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 What would you give? What would you so rate I'm this? I'm vibing. I'm buzzing. What would you rate um, Jesus's birth? Oh, I don't know. Like two. <laughs> <laughs> 
And honestly, one and a half of those points are just for the scary angels. <laughs> I, the, the, I mean, Bible stories are tough because like so many of them are just so like, they're so like faith based because they're just like, if you believe in God, everything will be fine. And then it is. And like, that's not very interesting storytelling, I think. But see, it doesn't seem that different to me from Greek mythology. I don't know. I think like, I think the story. thing with Greek mythology that makes me more interested is that the gods are like not perfect people. Yeah. I I think stories like this where gods are perfect people is kind of boring. Yeah. Well, because it's not the it's not the normal people that excite me. That's true. <laughs> you know? There's really not much of a moral here. It's more just like um, mm. it's a little bi- biography of sorts but yeah but i would like to imagine if this was a greek myth how how would it be different like um just for fun i'm curious like what would actually how would it end i think step i think step one it would be different because instead of like a virgin conception god would have fucked mary yeah dicked her down yeah right gabriel would be Um, an oracle probably yeah, Gabriel would be an oracle probably. Would be like, here's what's going to happen. Um, You're going to have a kid. His yeah. name's going to be Jesus. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I, I think there. I think the whole thing with King Herod would have ended a little differently. And I don't know how. Yeah. Exactly. But and that's an, that's an interesting plot thread that just went like mostly unanswered. Yeah. I, I have a feeling there's more in a Greek it, myth sure. version of this, King Herod would like die in some way. Yeah. I'm sure there's <laughs> you know? more in the actual Bible. I was just kind of reading yeah. the summary. But... They bring back like a fake baby that was made of poison or something yeah. and you would die. I mean. Like, that would be the Greek version. There are aspects <laughs> of the Bible that can be kind of metal, like Greek mythology, like that one where they cut the baby mm. in half. Or they. Th- oh, yeah, they, I forgot they, about that. They one. threatened to cut the baby in half. I don't know. They think threatened they, to. Yeah, they don't actually yeah. do it. Um, but I mean, yeah. also in the Bible, they like God just demands people to kill their firstborn and stuff. Like, there's. Mm-hmm. All the time. Yeah, yeah. There's all. I think if you. And, I guess yeah. that's all Old Testament, though. The Old Testament is more mm-hmm. metal it than is. the New Testament. Yeah. Um, well, and then like Revelations, sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really cool stuff there. Yeah. Like, one of my favorite um, just artistic motifs ever is four horsemen of the apocalypse yeah i think that's so sick yeah 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 so ella what would you rate jesus's birth i'm gonna give it a i'm gonna give it a two as well yeah, yeah. i think it's, it's what it deserves it could that's, that's it has potential to be good if we just could spice yeah. it up a little bit um yeah like like we talk a lot about the moral of greek mythology usually being don't fuck with the gods um mm-hmm. so mm-hmm that doesn't seem to be the moral here um no the moral of this one is um you're saved fuck god but in a horny way yeah god yeah yeah not even in a horny way though it's kind of lame no well i just i just meant like fuck god like i'm gonna fuck god not fuck god like fuck you god you know yeah i don't know if that sentence made any sense (laughs) no i got it (laughs) Okay, I kind of dissociated <laughs> as I said it. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Merry Christmas. Yeah. yeah Merry um, Christmas. This is, this is the holiday special. Mm-hmm. Um, well, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. Um, and thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon. Woo-hoo. We would be nothing without you. Yes. Um, we would be nothing. We wouldn't disintegrate. We would melt into the earth. Yeah. <laughs> and as and as desirable and nice and pleasurable as that sounds, uh, we appreciate you guys keeping us on this material plane. Yeah. So thank you for that. Yeah. Um, uh, appreciate. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so this is our... This is our big holiday special. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be taking another bit of a break. Uh, break. And we will be back soon. <laughs> yeah, we don't know when. Uh, <laughs> we will. We'll, we'll um, be back. Yeah, another another brief hiatus. Uh, of course, like, stay tuned on Twitter and Instagram. We may release updates uh-huh. <laughs> for, when, uh, for when we'll be back. Mm-hmm. Um, and for our patrons, your payments are paused. 
until we come back. Right, um, right. Because we love you, and we don't want you to pay for nothing. <laughs> We're just going to be in production <laughs> no, we'll give, mode. We'll give you the goods. We're going to try and yeah. record ahead of time, because uh, mm-hmm. I... Uh, procrast- We're certainly going to try to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. I'm a procrastinator, serial procrastinator. Yeah. Oh, me too. Me too. Um, yeah, so if you want to help us do social media, please reach out. Love you. <laughs> Love you yeah. so much, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, um, but yeah, have a have a happy have a happy winter time. Um, I like the way you say happy. We appreciate you all. Can you say it again? Well, <laughs> what happy? <laughs> what did you I- say it like? You say it like Bjork or something. <laughs> do I? You're like happy. <laughs> Oh, I didn't even notice. Hopper. Uh, well, everyone have a good <laughs> winter time. Uh, and you will hear from us uh, soon. Woohoo! Yeah? Mwah. Okay. Go ahead. Mwah. Okay, goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Wow. What a time. Three hours. Yeah.